Time now for All Things Gators, All Things Orange and Blue, Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, doing well, man. Gators got a nice win over Vanderbilt, as expected, so that was a good thing. Uh, this podcast, by the way, brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, se-ortho.com. For all your orthopedic needs, it was, you know, it was a good day in the swamp. I'll tell you one thing that I take away from that environment, man. It was a good crowd. It was a good crowd for a, a 4 o'clock Vandy game, man. Gator fans are starving for a winner. If Billy can just get things going now, he's through the first six games. The next six are the toughies, uh, especially where the program is right now. It used to not be that way. It used to be you have eight W's and then you'd have four rivalry games and you know, you split those and you're 10 and two and away you go, but it doesn't quite work that way these days when you don't have great players. So lots of challenges ahead. We'll talk about that in a minute, but just some thoughts from you on the win over the Commodores of Vanderbilt. Yeah, I, th I thought it was the win they needed to get, you know, we didn't, I was in London, so we didn't have last week's podcast. So we didn't, maybe that was a good thing. We didn't have to talk about the debacle in Lexington, but then I, I, what I liked about the Vanderbilt game is that I'll say this about Billy Napier's team. There's, there, I've got a lot of concerns. You do too play calling and coordinator and, and, and some other stuff, but they generally play hard. That's why the Kentucky game was so confounding to me. Right. They didn't look ready to play. They didn't look like they played hard. They didn't seem invested. Um, They're out tough. And that hasn't been hit. The hallmark of his however many games he's had here now, 17, 18, whatever it is, is mm -hmm. they've gotten after it. And I didn't think they got after it, but I thought against Vanderbilt, they got after it again. So uh, to that end, I thought that was a, it was a good performance. Look, they are what they are. They're going to run the ball. They have a lot of young defensive guys. They've got two really good running backs. They've got an okay offensive line at best. They got a quarterback who's very accurate on short throws, and and that's who they are. And they got to play to their best to have a chance. And I agree with what you said at the top. Four and two is about where you could have expected at this point, given the fact that they had road games at Utah and Kentucky and a home game against Tennessee. Four and two is a pretty is about what you would have expected, best case. But these last six are hard, Dan. I don't. Other than Arkansas at home, some for whatever reason, I feel confident they're going to win that game. But not a layup. It's not. There are no gimmies. There are no. And then, that's the easiest. One. That's probably the only game they'll be right. favored in, right? I mean, there's only, probably. I think that that's yeah. right. I, I think it's the only time they'll be favored the rest of the year. And and think about that. Florida is going to play six straight games mm -hmm. where they might be favored once. Yeah. When has that ever happened? I, I mean, know. even back in the 60s, 70s, did they did they have betting lines back then? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But I'll tell you this: like South Carolina is a gettable game, but you don't trust this Florida team under Billy Napier on the road. Right. I don't like where he's kind of delving off into. I know he's very you know, thought he sits and thinks about the program. Yeah. He's got it all buttoned up off the field. And so maybe we'll travel. We'll try something different, which is okay, I guess. But it sounds very Phil Fulmerish to me. I think the yeah. old ball coach is rolling his eyes at like, we're going to leave a day early. We got to get good sleep on Wednesday. Some of that nonsense. Just go play the damn game and beat their A. And then yeah. you know, and that's, that's, that's what you got to do. South Carolina, they're evenly matched teams. But again, I don't trust... I don't trust the program right now, the maturity of the program to go win a road game in a hostile SEC environment. And that's what it'll be. And that's a team that wants revenge from last year. So there's a lot at stake here. The other weird thing, and it's unfortunate, especially for Florida, the, the conference did them no favors. The next three opponents all have the week off prior. And oh, that's yeah, sort of that. unheard of, but it's happening. So deal with yeah. it. And Georgia, Florida has the off week too. So sure. it's the other two teams. And they're, they're not going to be Georgia anyway. So it's the other two. The other two are the ones that get your attention. But, yeah, look, I don't know if they're going to be South Carolina. And, again, they're going to be an underdog the rest of the way, except for maybe the Arkansas game. 
We knew this was the most important. And by the way, this is a critical game, critical yeah. game yeah. for year two. Because if you win this game and you get to you get to Jacksonville five and two, all right, you know what? That's about what you expected. You're not winning in Jacksonville. It's so not what I expected. It's better than what I expected, just for the record. Yeah, but yes, correct. So, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So if you get the, if you get here five and two, you know, yeah. it's been look, the oddsmakers had you five and a half, so it's probably better than they expected. So mm-hmm. so that would be progress. So uh, that's a big, big, big game. Back to the stuff about traveling early. You you made an interesting comment. It sounds like stuff Phil Fulmer would do. I think there's a lot of comparisons between guys like Fulmer and guys like Napier. Very good recruiters. Uh, guys like playing for them, very respected, very organized, very attentive to detail. Fulmer could never take that next step to really good sideline coach. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Billy can. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't given up on that. But there, I think there's some similarities there. So, but it's a big game. So let me ask you a few things. Yes. Number one, the big question about Florida is the downfield passing. There's nothing down the field. There's nothing. So the guy's completed 80%. That's almost unheard of. I know. It's to amazing. be six games into a season and 80% of your passes completed. Yet we all know there's a lot of check downs and shovel passes and whatnot. So so here's my question for you, because I don't know this answer. Are they not? I got an, I got an opinion on it. But do they just not call downfield plays? You know, my buddies that are at the game say there's not a lot of guys open downfield. But part of that's because it's not what they do. They don't run a lot of routes to get people open. They, it's not part of their DNA, throwing deep balls. But what do you think about the lack of downfield throws, tries, the lack of downfield attention in their game plan? Because that's the storyline right now is why don't they go down the field more? What's your thought on that, Dan? A couple things. One, I, one, one reason why I don't understand it is they trust them to go from one hash all the way across the field, 25 yards to gain four. So if he's, right. they're willing to let him throw that, why not let him throw 25 yards vertical? Secondly, I think if you go back to the, I think it was the first play of the second half, maybe against Vandy, they try, they they had it set up that, and he wasn't able to get it off. Uh, right. Then he overthrew a couple, and people were wondering maybe that's why they don't let him throw deep balls. He's not as accurate down the field stuff. Uh, I think it's probably a lot of combination stuff. I think in the end, uh, I think you know again, it just harkens to me to the need for an offensive coordinator, which by all accounts, everybody of Florida is saying is going to happen after this year. So, uh, but you know, I'm not going to put too much on Graham Mertz. I, he's done much better than I expected. And I've, I've been happy with how he's been able to play. Can he, uh, I'm not, he, he's not a guy who's going to win you games, Frank, but he's a guy who, you know, won't lose you games if you, you know, and I think that's kind of how they're playing. Let me make a basketball analogy. All right. Okay. Some, some teams are running gun. They get the rebound, they race it up court, they take the first shot. Now, nowadays, everybody kind of does that. But back when, when, when there were different, other teams would walk it up court and, and hold the ball and, and run, the, run the, the shot clock down. And, and there's, there's just different ways to play. And then teams that would get behind, couldn't the teams that walk it up court couldn't, get, couldn't catch up then. People say, why don't you play faster? Well, it's not in their DNA. That's just not how they play. They're not a run-and-gun team. Well, I think that's football a little bit, too. I think the reason they're missing some deep throws is not who they are. I don't think they practice them. They don't play. They had a little bit of tempo last week, but play with tempo and get the defense on their heels and bang, bang, bang. And uh, every third route's a deep route. And there's always a guy running deep to clear it out. That's not, that's just not what the offense is. So when they try to throw a deep ball, they miss it. He misses the guy. The guy doesn't get open. The the, the line doesn't hold up. All of that is part of it. It's not part of their identity. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't know that you can fix that right now. So I don't think we're going to see balls down the field. I don't think you're going to see a couple of gratuitous ones. Um, 
just just to say you did it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think you're going to see the ball down. And that's my biggest concern. Because South Carolina, I'll say what you want, Spencer Rattler's throwing it down the field. He's yeah. a big arm guy. He's not as good as as people thought he was. I remember when he got beat out at Oklahoma. Oh, God, how good can this guy be? He's only been there one year and he's already getting beat out. Well, we now know it was Caleb Williams to beat him out. You know, right, We now right. know how good the player was to beat, beat him out. So he's going to fire that thing down the field. They are. That's a tough game Saturday. Tough I, I game. love the fact that they're going to win the game, but that's a tough game Saturday for a team that I don't think can keep up. Now, now if you play better defense, that's the thing. I still think Florida's pretty good defensively. I don't know what happened against Kentucky. I still think they're a pretty good defensive team that had that laid an egg one time. So, but I think it's a tough game this week, and I worry a little bit about the the pass. Yeah, I do too. Look, I, I I think they're going to be fine defensively next year. I love the experience that all these young guys are getting. I think they're going to be really good next year. But that's next year. That doesn't help us in the in the here and now. Frank, if you're realistic and you look at these last six games where Florida's going to be the underdog in five of them, to me, and I, again, I don't have the confidence at all about winning in Columbia or winning in Columbia or winning in the other Columbia or winning yeah. in Baton Rouge. So I, you know, I think Florida has to, I think Billy for the good of the program and for what he wants to accomplish and to keep whatever momentum's not the right word, but whatever continuity going that he can have, I still think he needs to knock off another one of the big three he's got left. Well, I, no one thinks they're going to be Georgia. Yeah. Uh, no one has a confidence they're going to beat LSU. And then, so that would be FSU at home at the uh, last game of the season, which by the way, in the swamp, they play markedly better. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not confident, but somehow, some way, I think he's got to find one win in those three and then win one or two of the other ones and somehow scratch out seven and five here and show us a little something. Because again, we look at these second year coaches and how they're doing. And that's what we do as fans. And, and we look at what's happened at Oklahoma, for example, and that guy was not good last year. They gave up a ton of points and such. I mean, so where are your thoughts over these last six games? Give me some brass tacks. Give me some dubs and L's. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And, and so, look, big. let me go big picture first. Mm-hmm. The most important thing to do is get to a bowl game and keep that 24 recruiting class together. Mm-hmm. The most important thing to do is have enough positive momentum in your program because those kids all want to come right now. Langway and all the rest, they want to come right They, Nothing has changed their mind, it doesn't appear. But you can't go in the tank now and lose – that group is going to be the core of who you're going to be for the next 10 years or five right. years or whatever. Right. So, so you have to keep, so you have to win enough. Having said that, I, I listen, of the three games you talked about, Georgia, LSU, and FSU, FSU is the most winnable because it's in the swamp. Mm-hmm. FSU, and, and you've played well, even last year, you played pretty well against them. So right. you've played well against FSU of late. Uh, FSU will be nervous in that game. I think they're coming into that game 11 and 0. Right. And I think, and, and all they want to do is don't mess it up. And I think they're going to come into that game nervous a little bit. So that's the but I but right now I don't see Florida winning one of those three games. I, right. I think they're going to lose all three of those games, which is why this week is so important. And, uh, if you get to five and two, okay. If you get to five and two, right? Can you can you somehow go two and three the rest of the way? Yeah, maybe because that because that because that would mean yes, you could win in Columbia, Missouri. You may not, but you could. Right. And you're probably going to be at Arkansas at home. There's your seven win. So if you can win this week. Yeah. That's why this game is so critical. Because yeah. if you lose this week, and now now you've now you've already got three losses with those other three coming, that, that those three we don't think they're going to win. Right. And at Missouri, who suddenly is better, 
Yeah. Well, I think seven wins needs to be the goal. I said seven or eight before the season. I thought they were better than other people thought so. But I leaned more to seven than eight. I think you got to try and get to that seven. So, so, so about this week, Trevor Etienne probably back. Iguacan uh, probably back. Austin Barber, right? Aren't, those, aren't all three guys supposed to play this week? I hope so. They're guys? real mumsies on the uh, injuries. Yeah. But, yeah, I would hope so that those guys got to get back. And they need them. I mean, obviously, yeah. they need them. Again, South Carolina has not played as well as people thought they would play. Right. Um, again, though, you want to talk about – I'll give you one huge, huge advantage for South Carolina. Special teams. Yeah. You know yeah. they're going to victimize right. that group. Uh, yeah. for some trick play somewhere. You know that's going to happen, Frank, and it shouldn't, but you know it is. We, even against Vanderbilt, on a punt, we had all the guy faking like he's going to catch it. It's going over right. his head, and all our guys stop at the punt. I mean, it's just... All stop, all stop. It's just yeah. terribly, poorly, awful unit, and South yeah. Carolina and Beamer are real good at that, and so get ready, because they're going to yeah. try probably a few things along the way what you said what you said is what has gator fan concern yeah and that is there's areas where they don't look prepared and well coached right that that's the concern i i would say both offensively and especially defensively they're prepared well coached sometimes they break down yeah they weren't very inspired against kentucky and kentucky gutted them for all the running yards i know that but i mean for the most part they haven't been that yeah but they have been a team that does not look well coached on special teams. Look, one thing I have a question about the special teams, and 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 it doesn't matter now. Right. But what special teams coach watched every day in camp and said Trey Smack wasn't your kicker? I mean, I Good mean, question. I don't know. Everything he he should be in the NFL. Yeah, missed yet. He, yeah. Not only not only is he not missed, but everything <laughs> is. I mean, right down high, right down the middle. I mean, who looked at that? We got out of August. Training camp's over. We're headed to Utah. Yeah. We're picking our team, and he's not the starter. In what world did we not? I mean, we haven't had a lot of. I mean, that, he's a really good kicker. It looks like. And I'll say yeah. that I know missed four this week, but you know what yeah. I mean. He, <laughs> it has that. Look. So, so who looked? Who saw that and said, "No, not our kicker." That, that concerns me. Yeah. I mean that 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 stuff that I'm, I'm not should. concerned about the. Yeah, I'm not as concerned about the ETN doesn't get enough balls and Montreux gets too many because they're both really good backs. They're, they're I, I can live with with both guys getting a bunch of balls. So, but I but I worry about the other. And the other thing I worry about is Ken, you're not going to beat South Carolina if at some point in that game you don't beat them with the passing attack and get a little tempo going. Now I will yeah. say this: they played with a little tempo. They looked like they found a tight end. But again, and again, this Boardingham guy looks like he, he looks like a legitimate pass catching tight end. Mm -hmm. Why did it take game six? Game six. It's obvious. Odom's a, Odom kid's a nice player. Yeah. And, and Hanson's a nice player. Yeah. But they're not what this guy looks like he is. Why right. did it take till game six? Six. Now, I think yeah. he was banged up a little earlier. Yeah. But, you know what I mean, Dan? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I just, I don't know what, well, offensively, how are they assessing it? How are they deciding who gets the ball, who's playing? I, I again, I, I think, I mean, I, what, I don't know that they ran off Josh Braun. Okay, I know they didn't run. I know Tarkin just left, and and that's Baselli's fault. You know it. And I yeah, know, we, we I, blame Baselli. Baselli. I totally blame Baselli on that. Killed the but, program with that. But apparently, Josh Braun has been really good at Arkansas. Yeah. Did, did they look and say we we don't think you're good enough to start? And I don't pretend to know inside. I don't want to misrepresent this. I right. don't know what. Happened. But there's just decisions on all the offensive thing really concerns me. I think they've got defense kind of figured out. 
I think he's got recruiting and players, which is the most important thing figured out. Uh, special teams, as bad as it's been, my guess is he goes in hearts, a real special teams coach in the offseason, mm-hmm. and that gets fixed. You got a good kids for coming back. Uh, you got good return guys coming back. My biggest concern is the offense moving forward. Can they and will they fix it? And is there enough offense to win again this year? Here, yeah. Let me do what you can't do, Dan. You can't be four and eight. That's, no. that's, the, that's the thing. What, no. I mean, I mean, you can't be four and eight. No, and, and, and you can't be Arkansas and be five and seven. You you at least got to get to a bowl game. You got I mean, to. That's the, you got to find a way. And I'll, uh, my last thing, and and we'll wrap up. But my last thing, Frank, as far as Saturday, yeah, uh, Florida did allow two hundred seventy four passing yards to the backup Vandy quarterback. Yeah, Spencer Rattler, if he's hot, is really good. And yeah, Xavier yeah. Leggett, who's covering him, Frank? Can you give me a guy on the Florida no, defense who can stop Xavier Leggett? No. Because I don't know that we have one. But here's what I'll say about that, and yeah. this will be it'll contradict what I'm saying about Florida's offense a little bit. Yeah. But I think we're in that age a little that if you if you're behind most of the game, which Vanderbilt was, yeah, and you throw yeah, yeah. on every down, you're going to have the, the the big game statistically. I, That's I, fair. I don't I don't worry about that as much. That's but, fair. But but it doesn't change your point, which is yeah. how do they stop South Carolina? Yeah. Listen, I don't think they're going to win this week. I'll tell you that. I don't think they're going to win this week. I, yeah. I hope I'm wrong about that. I'd love five and two at the break. Would be let's have a parade, sure. you know. So, sure. so I think that, but I think it's an important game. The key is let's get, if if we can get the ball down the field early, I think yeah. that changes the game. I think it's the downfield passing early in the game. I, you know, Florida, people still Florida's got oh they're going to run. Florida was going to run the ball, so so we'll see some um, in, interesting times for sure. Dan, um, one quick basketball note. Uh, did you see where they, they lost the guy Jarvis, EJ Jarvis, the, yeah, the Yale the, kid, right? He yeah, uh, yeah. took a year or said he just needs a year off for personal yeah. reasons or yeah, he's still, he's, he's, he looks like he's giving up basketball between he and the pulling kid down for three games. Now, that bothers me. I know we're not in basketball yet, but yeah. I got high hopes for that. That bothered me a little bit. I don't uh, you, you and your, you're your basketball, basketball yet, put it on you. I love and I have expectations I and I you make me have expectations. Right? And then the, I know These portal is. guys don't portal out for us for whatever reason, and I, I get frustrated, I and I'm going to be yelling at you in December and January like As you've you been yelling at me these early yes. months. Yes, very all fair. That's, that is all things Gators. Uh, this is Dan Hicken and Frank Branch. Thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, se-ortho.com. All your orthopedic needs. Frank, appreciate you, man. Have a great week. Okay, you too. Take care.